You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 87 of the People's Podcast. Hello, fellow Negroes and friends. <laughs> I am your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on a miggity, 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 Mike. And um, Amber, my friend, my sister, is away um, celebrating um, one of her very best friend's weddings. Moran, congratulations to her. Congratulations, So Amber is living it up in the ATL right now. Yo, it's so crazy because when we saw her um her location it was just like oh i thought i know she in midtown new york right i'm like she must be in manhattan right <laughs> like damn that sushi look good right i'm like she ain't telling she was getting sushi i would have gave right <laughs> i asked i'd have placed my order myself mm-hmm. but you know when she facetimed us she was like oh yeah i'm no not in um in manhattan but i'm all i'm in georgia ATL. yeah <laughs> i'm like oh shit Okay, well, I'm happy that you got there safely. Yeah, because I didn't even know the girl was getting on the airplane. I would have said the prayers mm-hmm. before she got on the flight. Traveling mercy. Right, but God already gave that to her because she's blessed and highly favored. Blessed mm-hmm. and highly favored. But we want to thank you all for tuning in to episode 87 of the People's Podcast. Um, thank you always to Uncle Ron, 15 Minutes of Fame, for having us here. No place like home. Mm. And I'm just so glad to see Uncle Rye. I get yes. so excited. Just before we walked in, I was like, I hope I see Uncle Rye. <laughs> she did say Cause that. Because I be looking for him. Right. Uncle Rye be traveling the streets. He is a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, first segment of every episode of the People's Podcast is called Happy Hour. Yes, Happy is. Hour is a time where the friends get to shoot the shits. Catch up. See how, how our weeks have been. What's going on. How we feeling today. Who'd you almost curse out at the light because they cut you off? Like, you know, things like that. Or quick check because that just happened. Right. That lady was about to get it. And I thought she said something or stuck her middle finger up. I was ready to bust out that passenger side. Mm -hmm. Lady, I don't know who you think you dealing with. Listen. I don't like when people get bucked with me after they already did something wrong. Right. It wasn't me. It was you. Hmm. Anyway, though, what's up with you, Joe? So, um, at the ending of last week's episode, I gave like a final thought of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I gave my final thought for those mm-hmm. of you that are um, tuned back to in this. episode 86. Right. Uh, and you know, one thing I want to say, the power of communication is very important in, uh, friends in your relationships in all relationships. And, you know, I, I had a very good week because I was able to address certain things. And, you know, once you talk things out and no longer make it what you thought it was and mm-hmm. you get down to the nitty gritty, you kind of realize that all in all, it was just more it, it was less confusion than what it is. So, you know, shout out to communication. Shout out to good friends. Shout out to like long lasting friendships because you know my father always say you as long as you got a handful of friends you good but you know i'm i'm blessed to have two handful of friends and you know i am grateful for it um besides that it's it's been a lot of work 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 i was singing rihanna's song all this week just Mm -hmm. all work and no play I uh, but other than that, I'm in good. I mean, I'm happy to be here, just like you said, mm-hmm. and none other than the studio of 15 Minutes of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, and it's happy to see another Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite day of the week. Right. Thursdays when we get to come and pod. I was talking to um, a good friend of mine today about, you know, trying to figure out what we were going to talk about. This is before I called you, Joe, um, to see what we were going to talk about today. And I was like, you know, potting is like my favorite thing in the world, but it's also like a job, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, I got to get ready for work. But um, he said something to me because he is one of those sneakerheads, and he said something to me. He was like, Asia, I'd rather wait in front of a Foot Locker or a sneaker store for 24 hours than and, and get no shoe than to go work an eight-hour shift somewhere I hate. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? You absolutely right. And it opened up my eyes to so much just having that conversation this afternoon. So shout out to Condi. Um, for just throwing that little gem in there. That was a real gem. Um, I just posted on my Twitter, and mm-hmm. I don't post on my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I heard it on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. He said, um, an entrepreneur is the only person willing to work 80 hours mm-hmm. just so he doesn't have to work 40 hours for somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's related to pretty right. much what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's pretty much it because yeah. he had a exactly. job like in construction, um, and but he worked at like like in, in ways where he had an agent that would hire him, and he would work a job for two weeks, but then when the job is over, he's back on unemployment again. And he was telling me how these sites that he used to work at it's just full of these racist people who Mm. basically have been working for this construction company for years, but they only called him there to rush the job because they've been slacking, but yet they get to collect the money and he gets laid off after the job is done. And he was like, I'm so glad that I don't do that anymore. Like, no, they haven't. And plus it's been slow for him. They haven't called him for a job, but he was like, Asia, that's why I hustle so much. He was like, I get up and he gets up and drives from malls to he go to Manhattan, Staten Island. He go and pick up his kicks and you know does his raffles and everything and he sells and he makes so much money but he was like Asia, it's a hustle and some days i'll come home with nothing but he's like i'd rather do that than to be in that space and mm-hmm. you know that really meant a lot to me because you know now that i'm in a situation to where i have to you know start getting tapping back into my entrepreneurial mindset like, I have to remember on those days where I feel discouraged that I'm doing things that I know I'm good at, I love to do it, and can't nobody let me, like, can't nobody push me to the side and tell me that I can't do this no more, mm-hmm. you know? So, that was very good for me. That was inspiration um, because this is a pivotal point in my life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need a little bit of reassurance that, Everything is going to be okay, and this this might be the best thing for you. So, yeah. So, the rest of my week was fine. I had an Easter egg hunt on Sunday yes, for the that. kids. Um, if y'all follow me on Instagram, you can look at the recap video. The kids had fun. Um, they came. They ate. I just did what I like to do. I love to cook and have family and friends together. It's my favorite. One of my favorite things to do besides potting. But I love just fellowship. I really, really do. Um, 
I just see myself grow as I get older. I am going to be that auntie or you know that mom that just has everybody. I just told my sister I'm gonna start a tradition just for me and my sisters. Um, you know, my sister just got married, her wife included. That I'm gonna start doing Sunday dinners at my apartment, and I'm gonna do it once a month. And it's just time for us to get together and be together as sisters, you know, and just talk and hang out. Uh, and of course, I get real happy. I am, but I'm like, yeah, it's for my sisters, but everybody could come, you know. But I really want to start that. That's just been something um, that's been heavy on me. Is just about creating traditions and and nice. keeping them. Nice. Um, but you can know where it started from. Yeah, you, you it, it, it's nice because I said it before. We are now becoming and walking into our legacy. Yeah, uh, we are becoming the elders mm -hmm. of our family. We are like my parents and like my aunties now. They, you know, they kept up traditions once my grandmother and, you know, other aunts got older and stuff. But they always needed a little push. And now that most of us are grown, they don't really feel the need to keep up those traditions anymore. So it's up to us, you know, to do it. And I have been like nominated the person in my family, I think, just because my cousins know Asia's house is always the house you could pull up at, no matter where she at. So when they when it's time for holidays and stuff, they just be like, Asia, what we doing for Thanksgiving? I don't know. Like last Thanksgiving, I went down south to see my god sister, but they was looking for me to have the plans. But you know what? I don't mind that. I don't mm. mind it because I want us to be together. I want our children that's coming in. We only got one baby so far, but we I'm sure we're going to have more children. I want them to see that this is what our family does. We get together on Sundays. We have cookouts in the summertime, Easter egg hunts, Mother's Day brunch, all that stuff like that. You know, that's important to me. You know, one thing I can say is uh, it, it's one thing to talk about uh, what happened in the past, but mm -hmm. it's it's another thing to remember the feeling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that feeling of the family coming together, mm -hmm. that bond, mm -hmm. it's not really normal. Mm -mm. We got to normalize we that. Gotta, we have to renormalize that because that is why it's important to me because I remember how I felt right. when I was young. Going to grandma's house? Going to my grandmother's house. Oh, my God. Grandma. Right. right. I used to go to my grandmother's house, and I just knew that that was the place I could get whatever I want. My mother is not allowed to yell at me in my grandmother's house. Like, I could just do whatever. It was such a good time. It's a different comfort level when mm -hmm. you at your family shit opposed mm -hmm. to hanging out with your friends. Right. Mm -hmm. It's comfort level with your friends, but with your family, yeah. you can just run around in your drawers. Right. right. And anything is okay. Everything right. is regular. Like, ain't right. nobody it's looking at shit. you. Right. Right. I love it. And I love that so much. And I love also the fact that, like, my close friends, like Joe and Amber, they come to my family functions. Like, my family looks for them. So, like, it makes them part of the family, too. Like, when I remember when we did the last thing at the house, and they was like, well, we're... Where Joe and Amber? Where Pookie at? I'm like, they coming, they coming, but they they my friends, y'all. But they <laughs> they be looking, Aunt Liz be looking for Joe and, and, and Amber. Oh, they not coming? Well, where they at? I, they at work. They'll be here. <laughs> I remember at Asia birthday party, I showed up late, mm -hmm. and your mother was like, um, 
Why are you so late? <laughs> <laughs> because you know the hot food is mm-hmm. served before everybody else mm-hmm. get it. And she, uh, uh, you late. You late. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, do not. I have some stuff to do. But you know, it, it's nice to have that family vibe. Yeah. Like, um, Uncle Ross said. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it pushing. Um, definitely going to host some other things and just make sure I get the family and the friends together. I definitely want to start like a, um, like a, like a game night, like play cards and um, dominoes. I'm gonna start doing them in the summertime. You need I, to learn how to play spades, cause y'all keep mm-mm. going, jumping over <laughs> spades, yeah. dominoes, a little Teddy card pack. game. Uh, no, no, no. Mm. Let's use all these cards. Like, we could, we could. I told myself. Because I was saying to myself, um, to my sister, I said, Dom, you know, I think I'm a, because you know I got that backyard space in the complex. And I said, Dominique, I think I'm going to give you a table and some chairs. And um, in the summertime, I'm going to be here going back here. And my sister said, I don't see why not. I was like, I'm going to get a grill, too. <laughs> She's like, I don't see why not. Right. You know, but I was like, maybe I need to speak to the um, people first before I go do that. Because you'll make that your whole backyard. I sure would. tell everybody and their mother right. auntie. Why Upstairs. You get you a hot dog. Right. Come downstairs. Y'all want a hot dog? I got some. Right. No, the lady no. I seen the girl from upstairs. Um, the older lady. Not the one that um got the boyfriend up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she saw me at Forty Third, and um, she was like, "That was you. You did the, the East Egg Hunt for the kids." I said, "Yeah." She's like, "That is so nice." Like I was like, "Look at her." I was like, "Yeah, girl." I'm gonna be doing some stuff in the summertime, and I'm gonna tell the people. But she is forty, and you are thirty. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She had. She told me it was her forty-first birthday that Ooh. day I first met her. Mm. You know, I just turned forty-one. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's my happy hour. Um, everything is everything. I cannot complain. I got this COVID shot today, Ooh. and it's hurting my body a little bit. Mm. But um, I was just really. The, my first initial thing was I was sleepy. I had to take a nap. Um, but now I'm in, I, I was in a, a lot of pain, but now I'm in a little pain. I just took me some Ultra. That's it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, what are we about to do next? Yo, it's so crazy because I know the feeling of getting that first shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just keep looking at Asian. When during pre-production, <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> you know how I, I feel. I know that feeling. You be wondering. You like um, Thomas the Tank Engine. Keep mm-hmm. going, keep, keep going, going, keep yeah. going, keep going. And you be like, damn, mm. I just want to slow down and just park my car. Real I quick. really, I really did want to. I mean, oh, come I, on, get your spirit up. Huh? I'm getting it together. Listen, I'm here. Listen, the party ain't over. Mm. We are outside. This is episode 87 of the People's Podcast. We about to pot. We about to give y'all some neighborhood scuttlebutt mm-hmm. and talk our shit and keep the party going. Keep it going. Because I. Right. right. Hey, hey. I tell you, we here. I had to get my little vaccination. Right. Don't let us stop you. Mm-mm. We sitting up here, up to it. Mm-mm. Down to it. Down to it. Oh, fuck those who, who don't, don't do, do it. it. We do it because we, we true, true to, to it. it. Right. So, drink this Red Bull and drink it well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hey, give me wings. I'm trying to get my wings. Right. Down. Listen to me. I'm sitting up here like, let's go. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Come on, Vamanos. People coming up. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Easter coming Easter up. Easter coming Not up. Not people Don't coming bet. up. 
Um, we gonna move on to the next segment of the show, which is thriving while black. Yes. I believe we have a quick shout out we would like to give for this um segment. And for those of you, if it's your first time listening or you're not already familiar, thriving while black is a segment um that we kind of drew off the whole driving while black um connotation. And so, thriving while black is where we shout out somebody in the community that's doing something great so i'm excited joe is excited hey hey so you know it's a black owned business Mm -hmm. they made a product for people with alopecia and dandruff wow Mm -hmm. someone said earlier that they hadn't grown their edges in six years wow they use this product in three weeks their edges was growing back wow that's amazing you gonna have to forward that to me and and it's called black luxury hair solution okay hmm black. that is awesome um i have alopecia myself mm-hmm. and um i've tried a lot of things went to the dermatologist they were putting needles in my head, gave me different formulas and stuff, and nothing worked. So, at this point, you know, I had given given up on even trying to grow my hair back in the spots where it had um, fallen out. But I would definitely, oh, wow, yeah. I, I'm seeing the before and afters and the testimonials that Joe is showing me, and I'm definitely going to give this a shot. Right. It's it's called, like I said, Black B-L-A-Q Luxury Hair Solution. And they serve premium, holistic hair products made with eco-friendly ingredients to enhance the quality and appearance of your hair. That's and, dope. And it's really nice because, you know, before I went bald, maybe I wish that I, I would have tried something like this. <laughs> but, you know, I, I ain't get my flavor. Tell me what's your flavor until I cut my hair. But, you know, I love to see that they are giving products like this because this right here will allow a lot of people the confidence to keep moving forward mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. a lot of people get insecure when you look at these like the like the evolution yeah. or the various pictures the before and afters are like wow yeah that it's a big deal like like it, it definitely having uh any type of um skin uh or hair loss uh condition it makes you very self-conscious about what you wear, how you wear your hair, especially people with eczema. Um, they don't really know what they want to wear. Um, and as far as like your hairstyles, like I've always had to contemplate my hairstyles because I had to make sure that it could cover my bald spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I decided to lock my hair, um, I, it, my hair was, sh- you know, it still is short, but I have to always make sure that that spot is covered. However, my loctician and I have been trying different things to get my hair to grow. It's just about, and I do, uh, some of my spots are filling in, but I do have thinning at the top of my hair. So I'm definitely going to try this black luxury hair solution um, to just keep my hair nice and thick so that it doesn't thin out and I can wear it. Listen, I love to support black owned businesses. And I love that we doing something for our community because these skin and um, hair loss uh, disorders are something uh, that's very prevalent in our black community, especially alopecia. It happens a lot to black women, black men, um, and it runs in our 
our, our, our families as well. Like it runs in our geniality. So um, this is great that we're, you know, helping ourselves and creating things that are for us by us. Right. And you know what's crazy? It's nice that you don't have to spend a million dollars for something that's mm-hmm. going to help you. Like this Black Luxury Mega Grow Hair Serum is $30. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the... Uh, the hair trifecta is well seventy dollars. The growth bomb is nineteen dollars, and the restoration bundle is a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So if it is a great product, and mm-hmm. then you see like real results in current and present day time, I say go use it. Yeah. I haven't used it yet, but just just like Asia said, it's 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 love when you can see someone that looks like you in the same age bracket able to come out with something that is very effective and it will help you. Word. I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Make sure you um send that to me. I'm gonna follow them, but I'm also gonna order that today because mm-hmm. I need to be trying whatever I can to get this hair a growing back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Next segment. Oh, thank you, and shout out to Black Luxury Hair Solution for thriving while black. Thank you, Joe, for bringing that to us and telling the people about it. I'm sure some people could use that. <laughs> <laughs> the next segment Joe is so shady um, The next segment Of um, This episode is called The Socials We're going to deem it The Neighborhood Scuttlebutt Part 2 Let's do um, it For the rest of this episode So we're going to give you a little bit of the socials We're just going to be talking about the stuff People, like things that are happening So make sure you turn the volume up Get tuned in I would say this episode is going to be great for a long car ride or either when you just in the house cleaning up and you moving around and you need something, somebody to talk to you in the background, we going to talk to you. Um, but yeah, the first part of the Neighborhood Scuttlebutt Part 2, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about some sad news. I just want to mention this because I would be remiss if I didn't. Um, but also, you know, just to update you on what's currently going on with our beloved rapper DMX, Earl mm-hmm. Simmons. Um, he's 50 years old and last Friday, um, it was reported that he suffered three heart attacks during a drug overdose and it's right now said that he is in a vegetative state. His manager and founder of Loud Records, Steve Rifkin, confirmed that his condition remains unchanged and the family um, is continuing to hold out hope. Doctors will perform tests on next Wednesday on DMX's level of brain function, which could be critical determining in determining his chance of recovery. He is currently... Um, this is a quote from Steve Rifkin. He said that DMX is currently on life support and in a coma. There are multiple people with inaccurate information about his well-being, and it is not helpful and productive. Mm-hmm. And he told that to NBC News earlier this week. Um, he's also added that tomorrow, um, 
He will undergo further tests on his brain function and his family will determine what's best from there. So um, there were people of his family who were able to visit with him on Tuesday night um, after hundreds gathered outside of his hospital in White Plains, New York, where he's been since Friday when this happened. Um, I know members of the Rough Riders Motorcycle Club have been there um, just praying for him and trying to uplift him. Um and his family during this time um so right now he remains in a coma and he has had no brain activity since he was hospitalized last friday so i would really like for us to continue to keep praying for him and his family and that um you know god will have his way with this situation you know the doctors could say one thing but god always has the final say and we um you know, we honor and love DMX and everything that he has done, um, just contributed to our community, to music, um, and to this world, because his story is definitely a story to tell, and that should be remembered, and that should be honored and recognized, because he has come a very long way, and we understand that nobody's perfect, life happens, and, you know, Things just sometimes come at you real fast, and we handle them the best way we know how at the time. Um, you know, it's crazy because uh, it's not really crazy, but I just pray that he does make a full recovery. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, he has 16 children, like you mm -hmm. told, that he still has up and living, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two... I've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, one of my assistants, she, her son was in a vegetative state mm -hmm, as well, mm -hmm. and he made a full recovery. So, it's as, as I said, anything is possible. Anything is possible, mm -hmm. but you have to continue to have faith. faith. You know, there's certain people that that is quick to pull a plug because mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, nothing else is going to happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you got to continue to have faith. Yep. You got to continue to continue continue to stay prayed up yeah. and you have to have certain people around you that's not going to deter you from the ultimate goal that you expect to happen Absolutely. but you have to be careful with the decisions that you make as well absolutely so you know it is like you got to stay positive and stay like i said prayed up stay as well. prayed up mm -hmm. absolutely. so just like you said i do um hope that he makes a full recovery keep the people around you that need to be and you know what i've learned too is continue to talk to him mm -hmm. continue to talk to him because certain times people say that they can uh they can hear you in whatever state that they're yeah. in and it can at, help bring them back right and mm -hmm. it helps bring them back you know you know i heard well i actually saw like just how and this was like kind of off topic, but related to what you were just saying. I was watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy a while back, mm. and um, Meredith was in a like a coma because of COVID, and she was almost dying. But it was because people kept talking to her, mm -hmm. and also she was being met with people from her past who were telling her 
um, you know, what it's like and what will happen. But then she also met up like with one of the one of the main doctors. He came to talk to her while he she was asleep. Of course, he's still alive, but she saw him having that conversation with her in her this dream. Meanwhile, she's in this coma. And that actually is what allowed her to wake up. So I believe that that actually does happen because I've heard people tell me that when they um like when they're in the hospital and stuff like that how they've talked to people how they saw people or they heard what you said right you know um when when they were out of it it's just like you know it it works so continue to communicate with that person like they're here wake them up you know don't wait for them to just you know do it on their own wake them up mm -hmm. talk to them like they're still here you know play their music that they like to hear have regular family conversations around them i know with covid it's kind of hard to have like a whole bunch of people in the hospital right but um you know the more you can play videos and you know of them of family conversations and stuff like that just to keep them you know abreast that way it could kind of bring them back you know but we are definitely praying for dmx and his family right yeah mm -hmm. gotta do it um do you want me to move on do you want to give us something yeah i got you okay so you know uh let me tell you something now mm -hmm. there's certain shows that i do feel that should have a season two mm -hmm. and there's certain shows that i do not feel like they should well i feel like they should just end where they are right. one of them with of which is the have then the have not <laughs> and haven't they had so many episodes though? they had so many so many seasons yeah. and they are not mm. like i'm just like certain things is not really making sense to me it's like the tales of the, from the crypts like right. everybody never dies everybody comes back to, to life, life and they are they don't come they come up like um mish uh mish what was it called meshach oh shadrach meshach and abendigo and like like you they not coming they coming out the fire and furnace untouched i'm like well <laughs> lord my jesus <laughs> My God. That is funny. Right. But I say all I have to say is that Shonda Rhimes started filming season two mm. of Bridgerton. Oh, she did? Yes. Started right April 1st. Wow. So we need to stay tuned because Bridgerton should be coming back. Bridgerton. Coming 2022. I, you know, I still need to watch that. But you ain't watch it yet? I've never watched Bridgerton. I tried and I fell asleep on oh, the first no, episode. Oh, no. It's really good. But I am going to watch it. I think that's probably going to be something, uh, probably between tomorrow and the rest of the weekend, that's going to be what I binge. Because I need something to binge because I've run out of the TV to watch. You need to watch it, friend. Mm -hmm. We got something to talk about. All right. Well, you can go ahead. But Reggae John Page mm -hmm. reportedly turned down an offer mm. to make a guest appearance on Bridgerton for season Ooh. two. 50K. 50,000. Per episode. episode. Wow. So the Duke of Hastings will no longer make a appearance. He's not going to be on there, but everybody loved him, right? And he done made it. He, listen, he just got an NAACP award wow. for Bridgerton. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I, he was also on a, a talk show recently that I was watching. And I was Probably like, the Tonight Show? Probably, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, and I was just... Um, 
that's how I knew he was so like popular because he was on this talk show and everybody. Oh, he was on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Yes, okay. He was on Saturday Night Live and he was good. He just can't dance. Well, <laughs> listen. You didn't learn. You didn't need to learn how, how to, to dance. dance for that and show. for Bridgerton, all you uh-huh. had to do was. One, two, three, one, right. two, three, three, four, five, one, two, three. That's all you need to do. But damn, fifty K. So why did do we know why he turned down um the offers? Sources say that he is focused on his film career mm-hmm. as he has been filming many new projects mm-hmm. as of lately. Okay. Fans will soon see him in a a multitude of of films that's to come in the future. So that's just him saying he y'all ain't paying him enough to make his time out to do that because whatever he got going on is more worthwhile, huh? But I, but you know what it means, like I don't know you in any other series, right? To to um to be acting and the fa- the first time I get introduced to you, you decide and it just is just me, like yeah yeah yeah. This is just me, like it. First time I get introduced to you, you just going off the haywire and just making, making like these irrational decisions. Like I'm trying to look and see where he was, what other series he acted in. He did Roots in 2016. Oh, did he? He did For the People. He was in Sylvie's Love. Was he? Yeah, he was in Sylvie's Love. I watched that. Um, I got to see who he was. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I don't even really know what the frick you was doing in other things, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Bridgerton, if you have not been watching it, uh, it's a very good uh, watch. Something to like binge watch over and over. No, not over and over again. I would say watch it one time. Uh, but I, from my knowledge, it is about, um, it's a series of stories of the, the, um, the nine or yeah the nine brothers or sisters i can't remember mm-hmm. of what family they they are taking place in but you know it's it, it's coming from a book and i really and i really am enjoying it but i'm just upset that you, he's the duke of hastings will no longer be in attendance but this is just for now right 50k is just for now they may say, say i'll give you a million dollars i don't know a hundred thousand dollars uh, not right. maybe not a million right. but maybe like a hundred thousand right just to make one appearance because mm-hmm. like you you are the one that closed season one right so like we need to close season two and it's not gonna one man is not gonna stop the, the party for everyone no but we're going to at least want you to make an appearance so yeah so another show that i have been watching Mm -hmm. and asia's been talking about this show for a very long time i have been and i just you know i listen to asia when she says yo you need to watch this show but then but because i get a little overwhelmed Mm -hmm. i kind of like okay i'm gonna watch it when i can i watch ruthless Mm -hmm. ruthless on BT Plus, yeah, every Thursday. Yeah, but I binge watched it, mm-hmm. and I binge watch it in the last three days. That's that's a show like you could just keep going and going. And I enjoyed it because it flowed in to each other. You know mm-hmm. how sometimes it's they 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 leave a gap, and you be like, "Well, what happened?" Mm-hmm. No, this thing flowed. Oh yeah, and it flowed like a river. It does. It's tea too, friend. Like. 
it it just like when, when you think like it's about one story but there's another side to this story it's so many things that, that come into 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 part it's, it's a lot but those of you that may not know what ruthless is it's found like i said on bt plus mm-hmm. and it's about ruth truesdale played by melissa williams she she trues the scale wait hold on cut that out mm-hmm. <sighs> okay here we go Ruth Truesdale, played by Melissa L. Williams, she becomes entangled in a scandalous cult of powerful sex craze fanatics with whom she she must play along with until she finds a way out, a way to freedom. Mm-hmm. Like you, when I'm telling you this, what's her name? Melissa Williams. Mm-hmm. The fact that she plays this Ruth character. So good. So so good, so good. So good. So good. When I'm telling you, she is sitting up here trying to find different ways to f- try to find my way back, way back to you, baby. When I'm telling you, she be trying to find her way out and her way back home. She, ugh. And the thing is this, it's like so many risks. Like if you guys watch this show, you would see that these people in this cult don't want to be there no more. Right. And everybody having sex with each other. Everybody. And when I say everybody, everybody. You be thinking that one person not having sex, they having sex, they doing stuff that they not supposed to do. Like, I'm sitting up here like, well, damn, who is following the rules of the cult? Nobody. Because the who is following the rules in the cult? Nobody. But, you know, it is so crazy because it's like it reminds me of a certain group of people that I'm like, ooh, is this really, is he really talking about these people? Or is this like made up in the mind? Mm -hmm. Because it's so funny that this is going on and I'm like, oh, ooh. I feel like I'm really outside, like I'm Pearl on on 227 and I'm like, okay, I ain't gonna, this is what they doing. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna tell nobody. You ain't heard that from me. You ain't heard that from me. Oh, Andrew. Oh, gosh. But, you know, nonetheless, stay tuned to uh, Ruthless Found on BAT Plus every Thursday. And, you know, I just came up. I found it. Um, I found the newest episode this morning and I watched it. And I called Asia and I was like, yo, I, I watched it. Did you watch it? And, you know, that's why I couldn't really go in depth. I couldn't really go in depth on... Um, who, what happened because Asia didn't really watch it. So, you know, I really, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. So, you know, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's one of my favorite shows. And I really want you, honestly, I was prepared for you to talk about it today. Honestly, Uh, because I'm going to watch it when I get home. So, you know, one thing I, I am true to the game. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm true to like real loyalty and when when I'm I'm really by the books at times. Mm-hmm. And when I'm telling you this junk right here be going on, friends is sleeping. It be happening. Employees be is sleeping with friends is um wives and girlfriends and cousins mm-hmm. and 
Ugh, what I'm telling you. It's I, a lot. Ugh. And you know what's making me sad what? um about the well the latest episode I saw uh, season 2 episode 6 is that I'm starting to think that Tally and Ruth are beginning to be on different pages. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not really knowing what's up with Ruth right now because she got her hand in so many different pots like I, I, and I feel like it's for the greater good, right? Like, I feel like she does want to get out. But it's also a mind thing with her um, as far as her connecting with um, the Daikon. highest. Okay. And, and then her connection with Daikon. Like, you mm -hmm. have to be very careful because Daikon is now very privy to, what, like, the highest wanting you around so much mm -hmm. you know and daikon wants her and he also wants the highest and then the highest has the other young man that he likes uh around you know all the time and daikon is jealous of him. it's just one is connected to the other i'm like this is definitely some cult shit because everybody is messing with everybody Right, and then Daikon also thinks that Ruth is pregnant with his with his kid. But you are gonna find out something else that she's not pregnant. Well, she isn't pregnant, right? I don't know if she is or isn't, but you gonna find out that the highest had Daikon killed his girlfriend. Yes, I found oh, that out. That? Okay, I knew that he because that's what he told Andrew. He told Andrew that yeah, yeah. So, but you uh, do you think that's true? Like it really happened? Yeah, I think it did. I think he did. I, I think, think it did. did. Yeah, for and sure. the fact that Ruth is still pre is th that still or is pregnant allows him to like continue his legacy because his his ex girlfriend was pregnant. Mm-hmm, 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 mm -hmm. So the f you gotta be a very right. ruthless person. <laughs> to, right. To kill your girlfriend. To kill your girlfriend. And she pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Um, And I think that, like, at the end of the day, I feel like, I guess the history between the highest and Daikon was that they was in jail together or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Daikon is over it, but now he just like in too deep, you know, like mm -hmm. in too deep to where he's like, I I gotta like I don't wanna be here. Like when, when the highest went into them woods and killed them people like that, like I'm sure Daikon was like, What have I stepped into? But he 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 didn't only kill them. He slayed them people like Yo, that lady was sitting up here, he was like, Don't you move and he took that bat and he whoosh. Yes. And he was slaying everybody in the head. Like everybody was getting it one by one. And it was they was just all piled up on top of each other. It was so sick. What you think about Elder Mother? Elder Mother is sick. Like that <laughs> lady is freaky, nasty. She is a perver perverted. That's how you say it. Yeah, a pervert. Yeah, she is not well. Oh my God, the way that she treat, like she bothered that little boy, and not the little boy, but the um light skin one with the dress, mm -hmm. made him like touch himself and stuff, and oh. and then she be like wanting to always see somebody naked. I'm like, oh mm -hmm. man, and her mm -hmm. obsession with the highest, she is so mad. I'm supposed to clean the high. Right. She was so destroyed. 
I'm like, girl, you need to chill out. Right. I I really enjoyed that uh, show. So if you guys need to watch a show that um, you would like to binge watch, try watching Ruthless on BT Plus. It comes on every Thursday. Right, 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 right. It comes on every Thursday. So I do have to check up with the newest episode. Um, it is on my list of things to watch. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but like it's kind of died down. However, if you remember, uh, T.I. and Tiny were in this whole debacle when it came to um, this young lady. I forget her name. I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure her name was like Sabrina Johnson or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But um, she came out with some news. And about you know her relationship with Ti and Tiny, and also um, some women came forward after the fact and said basically that you know they experienced these things as well, mm-hmm. um, sexual encounters where they were drugged. That's what I'm talking about. They were drugged or you know and taken advantage of um, by Ti and Tiny. So mm-hmm. I. Took it to upon I took my, upon my own liberty to just see if there's been an update, and it looks like Ti and Tiny released a statement following three new sexual assault allegations. Three, three new ones. One, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Ooh, mm-hmm. God dog it. Right. Um. So they have released a statement responding to more allegations as three new women have come forward about these abuse claims. In a statement to Billboard, the attorney for Ti and Tiny, Steve Sado, is um he said the Harrises are still waiting for the accusers to reveal themselves publicly by continuing to hide behind anonymous allegations. The unnamed accusers effectively rendered themselves not credible and unworthy of belief. We say let the light shine on their identity so we could go about disproving the scariest accusations. Hmm. <sighs> I have one thing to say about that. Let me hear. Um, I, I had that. <clears throat> this is because I'm trying to say this uh, very nicely. Attorneys, but I'm gonna just say it the way I know how to say it. Attorneys are the most masterous, and I don't even know if that's a word. Oh, masterous, masterly. But they master manipulators, okay? That's what I want to say. Attorneys are very manipulative. This statement is a statement that is released to intimidate these women to come out so that T.I. and Tiny can have them embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's not cool. They already lost their, um, this season of, what is it, T.I. and Tiny Family Values? Yeah. Family Values. They can't even be on it. They can't season. even be on there. No. Poor mm. Monica. Where's she getting her check from? Who Monica? Monica be on there. The, to fam- the Family Hustle or whatever it is. T.I. Oh. and Tiny and and uh, Monica and and I believe. Latoya. Yes. They all had a show together. So that they're ain't not going to get no check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They Look ain't... who's coming at the end of this. Thing. Right. Well, I hope they got some money for that. I hope so too, cause I don't think so, friend. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, mm-hmm. I don't know. My, what Monica gonna have to sing a song or something <laughs> and put it out. I'm still, I'm still on Monica last song. Um, yes, HJ does love Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, I like that trenches song that she got. Oh, 
I ain't here. That's uh, make you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, friend. I was trying to get the beat or what the song going through, but I don't remember it, friend. Yo, guys, I, I love me some Monica. So between the between the versus battle, I know I don't want to go back to it. You pick Brandy it? or Monica? Uh, I think I went with Brandy. Oh, but that's because I was more of a Brandy fan. So you like whispering? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Don't do that. <laughs> Talking about um. Versus, mm-hmm. did you watch Isley Bro- Bro- Isley Brothers and um and, and Earth Wind and Fire? Fire? When I'm telling you, friend, I was sitting up there like, Ooh, busted. Yes, let me tell you, I uh-huh. pulled up to the um, I pulled up to the goddamn um, mm-hmm. to the Isley and the um, Earth Wind and Fire versus. I had on my hat. My glasses, my fur hat, oh, my you glasses. Had that on? You was LL Cool J. And I put on um, my um, fur jacket. And I pulled me a glass of sweet red. And I was living for the love of you. And I was like, yeah. All right, now, yeah. Yes. Time. Yes, I was loving it, friend. Mm-hmm. That thing right there was stinging it. Yes, friend. it was doing it real good. And I like I couldn't even call it like I mean, of course it was a versus, but it wasn't a battle. It was just a good ass time. Let me tell you, eight o'clock mm-hmm. to eleven forty five. Yeah, when everything started tripping. Huh. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. And then DJ D Nice, he was playing the songs in the right. middle. He was playing for so long. I said, well, maybe they ain't coming back. But then I had to remember, you know, it might take them a long time to change. Right. You know, they're a little older now. Did you see Ron Isley? Zaddy. Grand Zaddy. <laughs> he better I'm watch like, out. I'm like, Ron Isley, who are you? Did you step into that? Yes. that did Stephen um, Q. Urkel's time machine? Right. And, and did you get some time back? Did you reclaim your time? Rattle stepped into that thing, came out as Ronzel. Ron, woo! Ronzel, not Steve, yes. <laughs> not Stephon. Ronzel. Right. I'm like, yo, he got him 32 set of teeth. He got a full head of beard. Not full head of beard. A full beard. Yo, I was even thinking about like dyeing my beard. I'm like, damn. It looked nice too. His beard is all white in the salt and pepper hair. I don't even, have, I don't have any hair to dye my hair salt and pepper. But like, Lord, my Jesus. It was good. And he looks very nice and very handsome. But I think he's married to a nice younger lady. A nice younger lady? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture and I heard they got two kids or something. At the stage he in right now? Yeah. The age? Yeah, I mean he could still get it. He could. He men still have the the fishes that till eighty five. Mm-hmm. But oh, mm-hmm. I oh. saw that on the social media. Oh, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. What else did you see from? Mm. Well, if I'm gonna go back to uh, Ti and Tiny real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
the their accusers, uh, the ladies that came out, do, did decide to remain anonymous. Page six reports that the women have retained attorney Tyrone Blackburn, oh. the same attorney who's been representing eleven of the women leveling accusations against Tiny Tiny as well. Medical um, Tyrone. One of the allegations from the new accuser. One of the new accusers, excuse me, I'm tongue twisted, mm-hmm. tongue tied. Um, but one of the allegations from the new accusers include an encounter in a Miami nightclub in 2010 when the accuser was only 20 years old. The woman alleged that the couple pulled out a pill and forced her to swallow it, oh. which drugged her. She oh. also claimed that she was taken to a South Beach hotel where T.I. and Tiny Security um, took her phone and T.I. forced her to take a powdered substance from his finger. And Tiny undressed her and proceeded to engage in sexual intercourse. Mm. She said her body was numb. The room was slowing down. And she could not consent. Another woman, also 20 at the time, claimed she was drugged and raped by T.I. and one of his male friends. Again in Miami in May of 2010. The mm. third accuser says that she was sex trafficked in Nevada, California. Mm-hmm. And... And Florida by T.I. and Tiny. The Harrises have dismissed all abuse claims against them, which surfaced since back in January, right? So, um, it's unfortunate, you know, like, I feel bad that, um, I think it's an unfortunate situation. I just feel bad that it had, like, it took this long for these allegations to come out Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the day i feel like 20 different women are not going to come out about their experiences with you if there is no truth to this story right right and you know what's crazy you know i feel like a lot of people was insinuating Mm -hmm. that a lot of things were going on Mm -hmm. in the music industry mm-hmm. and it does so many things happen in the industry and i only had a glimpse of it from when i used to you know work at a record label back in college and then radio and stuff so seeing celebrities and dealing with them interacting with them that's like behind scenes and like no cameras and it's just them being themselves they lifestyles also they mental wellness you know, they just different, you know, and it's because of what the, um, what the industry does, like the music industry, when people say like, it is a, I, I, I want to say like, it, 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 it's considered a very hard industry to be in because, um, it's evil. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like hell. And, like, you lose your identity. Um, you're forced to make decisions. It's very cutthroat. And you're forced to make decisions that hurt people that you don't want to hurt. But you just have to because, you know, you no longer have control over your life. You know what I'm saying? So the music industry is a tough place. And people do some crazy stuff. That, I'm, I believe about the illuminati a hundred percent people do some crazy things they sell themselves they sell those their souls they'll give up anybody you know in order to have this fame and this money and it's unfortunate you know like it's totally unfortunate and these people become evil people 
like Tia and Tiny. Listen, speaking of having control of your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eon was fixing somebody else's life. No. <laughs> oh, no, stay tuned to mm-hmm. this week's um, episode of Fix My Life because this Saturday, this Saturday, Saturday yes, shout out this for that. Saturday will be the first episode of the final season of Eon Fix My Life. But I wasn't talking about that. Mm. Dr. Dre's three alleged mistresses is ordered to testify in divorce court. I would like case. to hear this. Hallelujah. I want to hear this because I thought he was messing with that girl from um, Love and Hip Hop. Oh, I thought April he, Jones. But I don't see April in none of she these She ain't pictures. one of the mistresses. She might be one of the current girlfriends. Oh. But what the what they has said? Oh, the people said, mm-hmm. according to the recent ruling revealed by Page Six, the three women identified... In the picture, go to page six to see the picture now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We'll now have to face Dre's in estranged wife, Nicole Young, as she won a round in court ordering the women to be deposed. Mm-hmm. Yep, if you gotta be depositions are per- I love reading depositions, but that was when you know that was it wasn't in divorce depositions, those were regular case, you know, civil case depositions. But this, ah, I wish it was public record because I would love to read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why. Um, I really want to hear what Dr. Dre has to say about himself. Like, I already know how he portrayed himself in that, um, in that other movie or documentary he did. He acted like he was perfect and mm-hmm. that he ain't never beat up on Michelle and nothing like that. But mm-hmm. that's exactly what he did. And, um, Michelle got a good voice. Yes. She's something in my heart. Uh-huh. I said, girl, you better sing it. But she, but when she started to, her speaking voice, it's like, I don't know. Oh no! I don't really know why you have to make fun of my voice. Oh no! I was oh <laughs> no, no, you wasn't doing that. Oh my lord! That's how she talked. But let me tell you, very beautiful voice. But I really want to see what Dr. Dre got to say. I hate the fact that he just gets to avoid the conversation. But the fact that they are summoning them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, deposing you? because she probably is asking for a lot of money, or like she wants things the way she wants things, and you have to prove that the marriage is like not salvageable, and that he did all these things to break up the marriage. That you should deserve all of these things. So can I still? So what if he had them sign an NDA? That don't got nothing to do when you are. Uh, summons by the state you have to answer like that nda don't mean nothing you like you can't sue you know if you go out talking to some people about it and he it comes back to them then you gonna you know have to pay for that but if you are summoned by the state of california or whatever to um you know, to appear in court or to show up at a deposition, you might have, they might not have to be in court, but they're going to have to meet with um, both attorneys and answer questions. And it's going to go on record when the case gets reviewed by, I guess, the judge or whoever. So, yeah, it's looking like it's not going to be pretty, friend. Um, 
Oof. I hope everybody is well. <laughs> I hope oh, it works out right. for the wife and for him and whatever he been doing. Um, speaking of rich people um, that live in California, um, if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Sharon Osbourne and her... Um, Exit from the TV show The Talk. Oh, yes. Now Cheryl Underwood has finally speak out on um, Sharon Sharon Osbourne's exit from The Talk. She broke her silence after Sharon's you know very sudden exit. Now she's speaking out about her traumatic experience with um, Sharon Osbourne for the first time since she left. She breaks it down in a three part series called Sharon Walks Away on her show. Cheryl, the um, on her show called the Cheryl Underwood Radio. So she has like a podcast radio show where she um kind of broke this down, but she taped the show a week after Osborne left. Cheryl looks through her phone and explains that she had not heard from her former co-host since the day of the fallout. No, mm. she says no. Okay, I've been looking through my phone. She said. No, I can't go back as far as I can go. And no, I have not heard from her, she said. But Sharon told the Daily Mail that she had, and I watched this interview, she that she had reached out to Cheryl and even provided the news outlets with screenshots of text messages. Sharon told the Daily Mail, I've not only sent these messages to Cheryl, but I apologize to her in person in her dressing room. Sharon asked, incredulously why are you saying i never apologize cheryl what are you trying to do to me why are you trying to destroy my reputation just be honest tell me and cheryl also revealed that she hasn't heard any from uh her other uh talk castmates since the march 10th episode where she um you know had that little that issue that blow up and that as the show went into hiatus right after the incident until april 12th and she said she has not um heard anything from her other co-hosts personally um underwood also shared that she has been surprised about how many people have reached out to her with similar experiences she said she was startled by the people in their stories of them telling her telling her like this also happened to me um cheryl also admitted that she felt an odd feeling about the apology that osborne tweeted adding that the issue is for me it's about trust but underwood seemed cautious about saying anything else she said i don't want to add to the chatter in a negative way that we're not coming with positive solutions and trust and growth and evolution um so i just think that this is super unfortunate you know because um i feel like it's deeper than this mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of i've read i i don't feel like but i've read that a lot of people who have worked with um Sharon Osbourne before this uh sp specific cast have left the show because of her. So I don't think that there was any coincidence as to why she was let go. But you know what? You on number 1, you choose your friends. Mhm. Mm and number 2, you choose what you say on air wisely. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Now, we're on this podcast. There's certain right. things that those that are broadcasting live, live, mm -hmm. and in color on IG, shout out to y'all. Right. Get to see. Y'all see the unedited. You see the the imperfection and different things that we say right, during the right, recording. Right. But when it goes live on 
Instagram, mm-hmm. I mean not Instagram, when it goes live on Apple Podcasts and all live streaming platforms, what happens is um, there's certain edits right. that we make. Right. So what? You didn't get a cue card to say right. what the hell what was going to go mm-hmm. on. If they ask you a question and if somebody asks me a question about my friend Asia, what, what happens is I'm able to answer it or I'm able to deny what the frick is going on. Exactly. So, Sharon... Go somewhere, girl. We are not checking for you. I, I, I'm very content with your career being over. I think it's very clear that she has some um, work to do as far as learning how to operate in our current society because she obviously saw nothing wrong with the statements that Piers Morgan has been, you know, stating and how he's been treating Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. He has been saying things that are incredibly rude and she feels like, oh, you know, he just doesn't like her. And just because she's black and he doesn't like her, does that make him a racist? Sir, um, ma'am, Miss Osborne, I'm going to need you to get it together. Okay, there's obviously something that's not clicking in your head that is allowing you to believe that somebody can make these statements and talk this way about a person and it's just because he doesn't like her and she happens to be black. Right. There is a disconnect somewhere and you need to educate yourself about what's appropriate and what isn't. And I also had a problem with the way that she tried to come at Cheryl, when she was, was on stage, the way you were talking to this woman right. and then telling her, oh, you better not start crying. If anything, I should be the one that's crying. Ma'am, you should. That's the thing about you white women sometimes Ooh. who are think they have this privilege that the moment you start shedding tears, then you have to become the victim. Right. Even if Cheryl still wanted to start tearing up or was crying or whatever, she's not crying because she wants to be the victim. She might be crying because her friend is not communicating with her as a friend. Just because I asked you a question doesn't mean I'm coming for you, but you obviously feel very um, guilty or some type of way, and that's why you're getting so defensive instead of having a constructive hard conversation with your co-host on, st- on, on on stage, on live television. There's been so many times we've had hard conversations between us on this podcast, but do you think we can't communicate? Mean, Sometimes we can't communicate. Right. But also, you know, you we, we get back. You know, we get back. We communicate maybe later, and we get back. But you can't even do that. But you know what it is, too? Um, communication is one thing. Mm-hmm. But being considerate or empathetic Mm -hmm. of your co-host's feelings. Mm -hmm. We talk so much about the black woman's experience. Yeah. And yes, you may not be able to relate as a white woman, Hmm. but at least you saw Cheryl maintaining her composure. Yeah. And the fact that she had to speak quiet, mm-hmm. not had to, but she chose to be quiet in that moment in time was fucked up. Yeah. Because she may have not liked what Cheryl had to say, but because Cheryl was mindful of where she was and yeah. the platform that she was in. And she knows once we black, we never go back. Right. 
we can't we can't go back with anything that we say so generally what happens is we start to question like we have to calm ourselves down and count from whatever number that's the highest down mm-hmm. to one to bring us back to earth again right is it, 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 it's really sad but i'm happy that they did what they need to do yeah i don't think that the talk needed cheryl At and in and, and any way possible because what was cheryl bringing Her, uh sharon she, Sharon, not she's Cheryl, just, Sharon. Uh, she, she, I think it's just the fact that she's Sharon Osbourne and she's been on that show for so long. But she doesn't bring a very good pop, like a popular opinion, because I don't think that you know her, her, her outlook on on things is like relevant to what um, pop culture is now. Like she has an old way of thinking, an old is mindset. Is Ozzy still around? I think. So. I don't know. I don't want to lie. What is the daughter doing? I don't know. I don't don't know. they got a son? Yes, I don't know what the people do. And they need to come and get their mama. Right. That's what they need to do. Damn. Shoot. You know, we used to say, come get your kid. Uh-huh. Come, come get, get your, your mama. mama. Like, damn, you, she's annoying. Mm-hmm. And the problem. Right. But, um, yeah, that's that on that. You know, we just wanted to give you guys a little quick neighborhood scuttlebutt. Right. We were um, talking about any and everything. Yes. Fans. But, you know, I did want to um, get to this letter that we got. Oh, um, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. so we got a letter um it's it's a little lengthy but you know you got to get the backstory so we could um actually help our friend out here yeah but um this is from one of our good listeners um who wants to remain nameless so it's fine um, they say, Dear People's Podcast, this is an embarrassing topic, Ooh. but I'm sure some of your male listeners would be able to relate. Wow. I recently met a woman and we seem to have many connections, which made dating her feel relaxed. We would communicate often and I was transparent with my existing marital status, which is he's separated, don't know divorce paperwork filed yet. Mm. which the young woman readily accepted. We are also in our early 40s. Um, A few weeks ago, I demonstrated an inability to perform, which caused our evening to wind down rather quickly. Mm. As we both worked the next morning, I went home only to ruminate on the events of the evening four days later still feeling embarrassed by what occurred or in any case did not happen i reached out to her to explain that i will while i enjoyed her company this might be an ongoing problem my doctor and i discussed this subject matter a few years back and even medication was not helpful the question i raised to this woman was how important that part of relationship of our relationship was and i asked if we could discuss it together she responded the following day by saying she was very concerned over what occurred and was contemplating her concern since she agreed we needed to discuss this issue together because it is an important part of a relationship one she wanted to continue having it 
having but needed some time. I thought her giving me days during the following week when she was not working meant she would welcome any overture from me, but it's not the case. We went from talking daily to complete silence since, which has me thinking she made up her mind and placed a priority on sexual activity. When, When did this become an all or nothing relationship? And why is this still weighing heavily on me? Uh, Signed waiting. So here we go with the question. Is sex a deal breaker in the relationship or in pursuing a relationship with somebody? If you know, if you were dating someone who didn't satisfy you sexually but you always had a good time with them. Would you continue to pursue that relationship? Hold on. Did he say that in the beginning of the letter, certain men will be able to relate? Relate. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know how if that's a common thing for men of just not being able to get it up. You know, they say at a certain age. Mm-hmm. He said he's in his early 40s. Yeah, that's around that time. Mm. Oh, Lord, Jesus. And the was lady he, said, this is very important, and she did not How like it. How old is the lady? I guess, they, he said they both in their early 40s. And he discussed this with his doctor, and what the doctor The said. doctor said, um, you know, I guess that that was going to be a thing, and he gave him medication, but it wasn't helpful. Whoa, the medication wasn't even helpful. Mm-mm, he must have gave him the Cialis or the, I don't know. But or the Viagra. Or the Viagra, and it wasn't helping him. It didn't? Does he know how to do other things? That's what I'm saying. Oh, listen. you was asking. Okay, so. At- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what that mouth do? Right. And I was thinking, like, maybe he could, you know. Is he scared? Make up for it in other ways. But I don't know. He's not giving us too much um, info about his other abilities and capabilities. Maybe he should have edited this, this letter yeah. a little bit. Because don't put us in it that, oh, maybe y'all could relate to it. Don't try. No, because right, it sounds like it's just you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I, I, you know, I think to this listener, um, just so you know, I think that you might have to take the L on this, um, and just move on. I think what's important to, um, remember here is that you did well by communicating this and also, um, opening the door for a conversation to be had. She made a decision which I don't think she went about it the best way because she kind of ghosted you. But, you know, that happens. And everybody, that just means that wasn't meant to be. Um, Everybody has a preference on how um, sex, how important sex is in a relationship. And you might find somebody that, you know, is able to work with you and work through this with you and find other ways that y'all could satisfy each other in that department. You know, generally, if you want to say relating, uh, there's certain things or certain people that you may be more attracted to mm-hmm. that will allow you to just go in strong and you, you yeah, you at attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if we're gonna like all jokes inside. I would say I like the way that he went about it. Yeah. 
um, he did have that conversation with her and was able to like say like yeah i i did this and i may not be able to perform Mm -hmm. it's not nice what she did in terms of ghosting him yeah but at the end of the day he did his due diligence and like we say before Mm -hmm. every everyone is not for everyone right um someone said in a comment i think after being with someone with so long sexual appetite slows down yeah i understand sexual appetite slows down but if we're only at the appetizer, mm-hmm. like, damn, the appetizer don't yeah, always get yeah, full. They just got there. And it was the first time that they tried to, I guess, be intimate. And it just wasn't, he wasn't rising to the occasion. Right. And I mean. Mm, welcome to the party. It's unfortunate. It's right. unfortunate. Right. Because if I was in that situation, you know, I I really don't know what I would do, but hey, um, if I was in that situation, I don't know. Like I, I I'm open to a conversation. Listen, things happen. Um, but if this is if you telling me that this is going to be an ongoing thing, then we gotta have a real real conversation. Right, you and know? you and you know what too, like we both as individuals have to understand the sense of nature. Yeah. Like, okay, if you know the older you get, there's certain things that may transpire. Like, you know, at a certain age, women start to experience menopause. Nature. Yeah, okay, I didn't <laughs> want to say that. But yeah, they, they heater begin to need, they start to malfunction. Yeah, they need the air conditioner. They need an air conditioner. And you, and you know, it starts, we, we understand that. At a certain age, men start to lose their testosterone and they may get estrogen they like they, they it, get it, it, it turns addition? into estrogen oh it does over time, and time. Okay. that's why you know like we discussed before like it's not the fact that certain people in our lives that are getting older is getting they're being more sentimental is because their chemical yeah. imbalance not yeah. going on but you know well, you know erectile dysfunction i mean is a thing and it's unfortunate that it has to But happen. don't say that's for everybody. Erectile de- dysfunction. <laughs> he got erectile dysfunction. Well, I don't even think it's... It, it, he said the doctor said ain't nothing you could do about it. Well, well, listen to me. I could. This is only one person. Right. I'm not saying that's all men. I'm just saying he needs to reconcile, recognize that this is his situation. But I'm just saying about his situation, this is only one person. Yeah. This could be... The oh person, yeah. The person probably not the right one for mm-hmm. you. I agree on that friend. But the fact that the blue pill didn't even work. No, the none of it didn't work. So is I he don't still know. alive or something? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he is. <laughs> right, like what is going on? Like yeah, friend. We we blue. wish you um, nothing about not a merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 we wish you nothing but the best. Um, right. just take this L and move on. Don't let this discourage you. Keep dating. There's somebody out there who is probably willing to um explore other avenues in that department with you um maybe you know get get your skills up in other in other games and other ways so that you can satisfy your partner um when that time comes oh best of luck to you i have another let's keep it real what no matter how no matter how uh 
good you may be giving oral sex. Yeah. Wow. Ain't nothing like penetration. Nothing like it. So right. that's a that's a you gotta really love somebody. Yeah. If that's all you're getting, Give, yeah. You know, from uh, from your 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 man, like you I, gotta. I I agree a hundred percent because that's important. So let me ask you this. Okay. If you got a question like this presented to you from your man, and would you use? Would you be opposed to using toys? Um. Yes, I would be. I like, and then that, like Uncle Rod explained, that's something that's important to me. So if we can't do that, it's not gonna work. Well, let's change. So this sounds like what you were talk. Uh, the story you uh -huh. were talking about was, it was new. It's very new, right? Yeah. So what if you're with somebody and then that happens? Right. Like you've been with them and then that happens to them. Right. Well, then you love them at that point. Do like you hope. Right, love will be tested. Right, right, right. Like you got, like now. I feel like in that case, I would feel like I owe, or or like not that I owe, but like I should explore and see what happens and see if I could deal with that. If that point, if I've been with this person and this happens to them, how do you like break up with somebody like after? Years or whatever this relationship depends on the length of years. The, too. Yeah, the times exactly, and how many times you got and that, like, that sexual intercourse for you to just sit up here. This is tough. Yeah, I don't know. Right, it's like That's a length. A, a mm -hmm. length of time, you could say two years, and yeah. then after on that second year, you like okay, damn, now you got erectile dysfunction. Okay. Right. But damn, so what are you gonna do? Put a memory on everything. Right. He and also you like no, but then because then you gotta consider like what was y'all <laughs> plans cool like? Remember. <laughs> How is your how is how is this relation how serious is this relationship? Do we oh. talk about like being together forever? Do we have plans for the future? Like because then it's like it shows that you committed to this person in some way, right? But if we just kicking it and we've been kicking it for a year, but we don't got no real plans, I don't know. Man. Somebody in the comments said toys are fun. Yeah, by my I got I I've done that or like by yourself like I don't if you could have the real thing no no toys like I know but she's like, saying toys are fine by herself right but not with but maybe it, oh, and what's wrong with that by bringing the toys in which that you might work for right. some people like different things to snap on to different places and make things vibrate so like, along with the other stuff. But like that, do that mean I don't like you? Don't get any at all? Like you don't get none? You just get the fake stuff? If if if, if he if can't he, get it, if up. he can't get it up. What yeah. else can you get? He puts two popsicles on his shit. Grab <laughs> <laughs> some tape around it. Right. <laughs> it's a split. A split. <laughs> oh, that's painful. But Ooh. but would you? But as what is it? Are you? Do you? Enjoy. You asking about me, right? Oh yeah. Do you enjoy <laughs> what the warmth of? Let's okay. We all grown. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I like that. Okay. It's a big difference. It's I a guess, big from difference. A and yes. A real thing. So it so is. playing with the clitoris and making it what? Okay. It, 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 <laughs> 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 what? Yes, that too. It but stimulates. Some people like their clitoris that, no, stimulated. No, but that is how a lot of women 
um, actually have orgasm b- because of clitoral st- stimulation, not necessarily from penetration. Right. But penetration is nice. Like, the feeling is good. So, would you rather... I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, God. Would you, w- right. would, you, would you rather that... If you had the choice, which one would you choose? I mean, either or, I, like ever. I mean, the man said he got it right. One or the other. Right, one yeah. or the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, next case. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have to choose um, penetration. Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. Fuck it. Yeah. Because mm. I could do like, a clitoral stimulation by myself. Mm. But we, mm-hmm. It's like body on body. It's like yeah, the warmth. Yeah, it's that. It's all yeah. of that. It's all of that. It's nice. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. It's okay. I'm, I'm listening. It's just it's, it's a lot. It's, but I, but I can answer the questions. I ain't scared. Girl, you can just ask me too. If you need yeah. I mean. Well, um, do that. Do that tongue work though. <laughs> right. That's important. That that is very important. Um. But like, I need all the stuff. You need all of it. Uh huh. You need all the tools. Oh, not on me like this. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Hey, friend. Shout out to Snaps. It's about to be her birthday Ooh. tomorrow, I believe, April 9th. That's my roomie, my friend from college. Yes. Um, we got another letter. We sent over here. We got another letter. letter. Yes, let's do it. All right. Um, Dear People's Podcast, I'm in a long term. I mean, I'm sorry. I am in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend. I came to know him on a social media platform mm. and was introduced by one of our common friends. He was in a relationship with his ex-girlfriend for nine years and they got engaged, but eventually broke up four months prior to the date of their wedding. She told him she fell out of love. A year after I came into the picture, we got to know each other and talked about our lives, our um, goals, our past experiences. He told me the story about his ex and how it affected him and that the memory of their relationship still lingers. After a week, he became flirty and I responded in kind. After six weeks of chatting, we became official. Everything seemed fine. We talked by chat. We did video calls at least three times a week, We, uh, which took three to five hours each call. Mm. He was very sweet and respectful. Then after a month, his place started having a problem with the internet. He'd lose connection, so our communication became limited to chatting. Mm. He can call me, but he's not calling me often because he has to minimize the cost of usage, which I do understand. Mm. The cost of usage to what? I guess his phone. Child. What? That is crazy. When was this written? His, his, I'm about to say his <laughs> minutes not free at night. <laughs> now that our communication has become limited, um, it has also become dull. Before he used to send me long good morning and good night texts. They've become dry. It feels like he has no enthusiasm to chat. I responded similarly. We are both busy during the day and used to communicate at night once we get home. He's often busy and now as a defense mechanism, I stay busy. I love him and he is worth it. You love him. I wanted to hold on. I want to hold on. However, each day I become more insecure. Should I end it? If I do, it will be really hurtful because I love him and he told me he loves me too. But I don't feel like he's putting forth any effort in our conversations. Sign distanced. Um, break up with him. I wish I had the t-shirt on right now to tell you. Um, but girl, break up with him. 
you had a pen pal. Like, <laughs> like honestly, after whatever, how nine years of being in a relationship with his girlfriend, his ex, because let's put in air quotes, ex, ex, and then fiance, you, ex fiance, mm-hmm. four months to the wedding, and broke up with him, broke up with him because and he still feels some type of way about it, and she said she was out of love. I allegedly. think that. Um, I think that. She he went back to the ex. Right, me too. Mm-hmm. Like, you she know what it's reminded break? me of? Married at first sight. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. And I haven't watched the most recent episode. I'm very tired of what I'm starting to see because yes. I'm tired of seeing Paige suffer. Yo, Paige is. is suffering, and I feel like Lifetime is making her, her go through this. Like they really making her suffer because I'm sorry. This last episode, and I'm only going to tell you this tap it, Chris is an asshole like the he gets to talking to doc uh, pastor cal about you know how his actions and he is just very rude and disrespectful and not nice and i feel so bad for Paige. i really really do i feel terrible for her and i think that you know she has really got the short end of the stick. Right. Because I feel like she actually signed up for the show for the right purposes. To find love. To c- continue to put her heart on on the line. To find a future husband and create legacy. Yeah. Generational wealth. And now she's she set herself five to ten years back. Yep. Because now she has to recover from, from, this. from this. And the way he talks about her. He is literally publicly rejecting her. Like publicly rejecting her because of her looks. Right. Said that we look good on paper. Right. But I don't I'm not attracted to her. Right. Right. But yet allegedly again about the letter mm-hmm. and of his ex his ex fiance because he's like a um a serial a serial dater? Yeah. He's like a serial dater that not a serial dater. He he engages in people's and and um proposing to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like this is not the first or second engagement that mm-hmm, he had. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. like the third or fourth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like yo, what are you doing? Yeah, he keep and that's one thing that the uh, pastor had mentioned to him. Like you know, this is something that you keep doing. Like. You are failing terribly at this. Mm-hmm. And I just think that he is a narcissist and that um, I don't know who told him that he was God's gift to the world and that he could just go about treating people the way, you know, um, the way that he wants to treat them. I think that's terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like he doesn't take anybody's feelings into consideration and he just hi he just really is very bad we had just put amber up on the live because the girl oh you look beautiful friend hallelujah oh my god uncle rasa what's up amber it's the eyelashes for me they go uncle rasa what's up baby I came all the way in, then you're not here. Mm-hmm. I know. What's that about, man? You're usually the one that's out of town. You're the celeb. That's a fact. I'm always out of town. <laughs> right. Love you, baby. Love you, too. How's it going over there, friend? That's good. 
conversation. No, girl. He is. No, he's not good at all. He's super disrespectful. Did you see the last episode? But yeah, so this person um, is in a relationship with someone long distance. They met via social media and then was personally introduced by a friend. Um, the guy was previously engaged to an ex for nine years. I mean, he was had a girlfriend for nine years. They got engaged, but four months prior to their wedding, she told him that he fell out, she fell out of love with him. But then a year after that's when the new girl comes into the picture, right? And um, he told her the story about his ex and how it affected him and that he still thinks about their relationship. But after some time, he still pursued a relationship with this new girl. And everything was going good. They were talking very consistently, video calls, chatting all day long. Their video calls were like three to five hours long. Everything was everything. Then all of a sudden, after a month, he started having problems with his internet. And so they could, the internet, he said, right, he said, he had problems with the internet. Then they was just chatting and talking on the phone, but he said he couldn't do that because he, he didn't want to run up the phone bill. So did he, not, did he never meet her in person? At this point, no. They pen pals. Yes. Right. That's what, that's what I'm bypassed. saying. He's back with his ex or he's seeing somebody close okay. in proximity. Absolutely. He's been with somebody for nine years. His 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 ex fiance said that he's he. She fell out of love with him. Mm -hmm. Now she's back in love with him. And I feel like, yo, he just picked up wherever they left off at. And now and this is why. He don't want to let the new girl down. He no. don't want to let her down. And he. It, really unfortunate. And it's really fucked up. She fell in love with potential. That's that exactly right. what she did. She fell in love. She fell in love with potential. And I, it's very unfortunate because like we said about Married at First Sight, she fell in love. Even though Chris said he fell for Paige on paper, mm -hmm. Paige fell in love with the potential of mm. who Chris could be. And right. he's 27 at this moment. And he and didn't I, even give it a chance. Right. Everybody else got a chance to try to get to know that person right. and go through this process. She signed up, had to wait, actually was picked and told that she was matched with to not to get a person that don't even want to give it a shot. Right. right. He's right. just mean. He's... Yeah. Right. I, I wish for no woman or man to go through that. that right. Right. And saying it to her. Like he went and bought the baby mother a car. Like what? A new car, right? An, a Mercedes. Because the because the the baby, his child shouldn't have to be riding around on the bus. She he or she needs to be riding on the chariot. But then, mm -hmm. but you know what's crazy? They never saw a sonogram. They never saw a pregnancy test. Like, how do we know that she's really pregnant? Right. And this woman gave herself to him not only the night of the marriage, but the next day okay. too. And in the morning, and the night. Right. 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 It was constant. And when the baby mother heard that, she was like, oh, really? Like, she ain't know. Right. But yeah. the thing is, you know, it's one thing to grieve, grieve in silence. 
Like, but it's cameras. Mm-hmm. I'm all the way in Jersey, and they are in Atlanta mm-hmm. going through this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Amber, you could be right now walking past um, paid. Yeah, take her outside. Mm-hmm. She need to. She need to go out and show um show off a little bit. Right. Because um, Chris got her all the way after. Right. Yeah. I don't like him. But um, yeah. So to our listener, um, definitely, um, break up with him. Um, they not even together, yeah, are they? She keeps saying, "I love him, and he is worth it, and I want to hold on." I love my second grade teacher, but we not together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> real? Right. Like, and I don't even know. Like, I don't feel like I've been even, you know, doing this long enough for you to really be this invested, especially when after a month he's already showing you these signs that he's not consistent. So, and he may not be interested, that interested, because he's still telling you that he still thinks about his last relationship. Maybe our first. Right, time to go. Right, it's time to go. Maybe the first a letter, the guy in the first letter, and the woman in the second letter. Maybe they need to be pin pals because yes. they look like he got he got erectile dysfunction. And she mm-hmm. got pen pal drama. See, Amber said, oh, no, friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe they need to get together. I don't know. Because I. Maybe. Amber. So is it. it <laughs> Too what? much. I asked you that. What? I was about to ask you something. You going to ask, ask her the same thing you asked me. Right. Is it. With, it's spicy, friend. Ooh. Oh, ooh. Okay, girl. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's so, it. is it the penetration or the clitoris? Clitoral cl- stimulation. Cl- clitoral stimulation. You asking which one does she prefer? No, we were going there. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted to smoke, so. Penetration or clitoral If you could have stim- one or the other, would you choose pre- penetration or oh, clitoral stimulation? Like you have, is it important? Like so, say if you, I know, but from where? Like from a male? From a man, oh. yeah. Oh. If he, if he, if he had erectile dysfunction. Right. I feel the same way. Like I, I think that's important. Clitoral stimulation. That's just truthful. I think we should all have our preferences, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have theirs. Right. Right. But he don't got nothing. Well, all he got is his mouth after that. And at the end of the day, listen, if he if he got ED, ain't no penetration, right? Right. So. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> right. I, I agree. I agree. Oh, y'all, y'all was talking spicy tonight on this episode. Girl, we just went with you, you it. You said you wanted to smoke. I did want to smoke. <laughs> she ain't know it's gonna be that smoky. She ain't know it, it was gonna set off the fire alone. Uh, Look, that was a fire alarm. Right. right. What you got planned for tonight? We're about to go to dinner right now. I'm being beckoned. Oh. Okay. I, I, I wanted to hop in for a couple seconds. Right. I'm glad that you did. It was so good to see yeah. you. Even though I was eating a little bit. Mm hmm. 
Well, you look good, girl. Have a I good am. time. Have a shala la for me. How about you? A bookie, bookie, boo. <laughs> We sure did. Wow. But um, I want to be out, y'all. I, I uh, love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of the five minutes of the show. Uh, um, yes, ma'am. We love you more. Watching. Shout out to y'all. We love you. I love y'all. Mm-hmm. I love you. Follow I love y'all. Podcast on IG. Yes. Yes. Out, y'all. Bye, All baby. Right. Deuces. Hey, Sharika. Hey. <laughs> All Okay. That was a good little combo. Shout out to M checking in with right. the people. Right. To the people's podcast. We got a final show. thought. You got a final thought? Do I have a final thought? Yeah. Okay. Peace out to the people <laughs> on IG. We had such a wonderful time this uh, episode. It was a good time. Um, so happy Am checked in with us. I missed her already. Um, and yes. she looked like she is about to go out and have a good time. She about, I'm so happy that she is going to have a good yeah, time. Yeah, she deserves it. Right. So um, my final thought for this episode is let your life say more than your lips. Ooh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let your life say more than your lips. Yes. You know, there was a... Uh, there's a song or whatever or something but it's basic or a quote but it says let, like let the acts of my life speak for me mm-hmm. uh, um and there was something that my grandmother said that you know or let my works the works of my life speak f- for me like w- when i'm dead and gone so and, and it's like the same here like you definitely people talk like they do they got a lot going on but you don't see it mm-hmm. you know with sometimes just actions you know you do what you got to do in silence and let the people see it right that's that's basically what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know people talk about what they did in the past mm-hmm. or what they have going right now or what's to come like yo just let me see what you got going yeah like and you know another thing is just because i may not be speaking out loud or what i'm currently doing doesn't mean that i'm not working right right for sure um so that's my final thought that's what's up friend thank you for sharing that um i have a quote i think if i can remember it correctly um it's I read it somewhere earlier today and it said if you're looking for something to count on um, start with yourself start counting mm. on yourself if you're looking for someone to count on start with yourself right. um, and that's just to say you know sometimes in life you go through certain things and you're looking for uh, reciprocity or to receive something from every other place that is not serving you um but what you can do is start treating yourself better start it start holding yourself accountable and start um doing things to make the changes that you want to see in your life right you know i like that because uh that's similar to what P. Dot said last week, mm-hmm. um, and that's similar to what I said last night on my show. It is like, as long as you are your biggest fan, yeah, can nothing go wrong? No, nope. you, you will find that motivation to keep going. Right. When you love something so much, just like we spoke earlier, like you will find the motivation to keep going. Right. You will do. I will pod every day and have 
two to five views and still do this every day. Right, right. Know? We got to understand that in order for other people to believe what you have got, what you have going on, you, got you to. have to believe it. Mm-hmm. You have to make them believe. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know, sometimes, or we use the analogy of when you when you're playing dodgeball and you're the last person to get picked. You got to show them, even though I'm the last person to get picked in the game, guess what? I'm going to be the first one up to yeah. play the hardest. Yep. So it, it, it's it's not about how, oh, yeah, how that one person feel, that second person feels about what you got going on, what you doing, or your performance. It's about how you feel. Right. Um, because nobody at the end of the day, no one else ha- is going to be laying up with you but you. Mm-hmm. You may have a partner that has you that's holding you and um sharing that space in that bed with you but if you're not satisfied with your results at the end of the night with what you achieve for the day then it's not okay then get back up and do it or wake up the next day and start it um start it all over again because that's why we have the next day to start it yeah you, uh, you want to show up in everything you do you want to show up as your best self you right. have to look at that every day with every task with everything that you, you're doing with every person that you're going to be in the presence of when someone is in your presence you show up as your best self right you know so that you can receive you know that's going to keep that energy moving and whatever it is in your life that you're trying to achieve you want to keep that positive energy flowing just to keep yourself motivated mm-hmm I enjoy it. I love it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to episode 87 of the People's Podcast. Um, we hope to see you guys again. Oh, we will see you guys again next week. Make sure if you haven't already, tune in to last week's episode, episode 86. Everything happened so fast. <laughs> um, but we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Remember, we love you. Ain't shit you could do about it. Bye. See you next week.